We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my fabulous friends and you exquisite souls. I'm so honored to be spending some time with you here today on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. Have you ever looked around at your life and the world and thought to yourself, what the heck is going on? If you have, you're certainly not alone. I, for one, asked this question a lot as a young woman and was thrilled when I happened upon a school and some wise and wonderful teachers that answered this question and, in fact, helped me find the answer to every question I could come up with. A Course in Miracles says the rules of the world are 180 degrees away from the rules of the universe. P.R. Teilhard de Chardin said we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So if we're navigating planet Earth and thinking this reality is the only reality and identifying only as being human, I believe we'll be confused and we will suffer. If we can go higher in our consciousness, things become clearer and life makes a lot more sense. Today, I'm so happy to be sharing with you my personal Ascension pilots way showers, wisdom keepers, light workers, and sense makers of this reality. So if you're ready for a radical shift in perception and ready to go higher in your energetic altitude, expand in your awareness and say yes to awakening, this show is for you. I'm honored to have with us Drs. Ron and Mary Holnick. They are pioneers and international leaders in the field of spiritual psychology, as well as facilitators of awakening in consciousness. They're renowned educators, authors, and the founding faculty and co-directors of the University of Santa Monica, where they have designed, developed, and facilitated educational programs in spiritual psychology for 35 years. Both Ron and Mary are licensed marriage and family therapists, and Mary is also a licensed clinical psychologist. Additionally, they are the authors of two incredible books, Loyalty to Your Soul, The Heart of Spiritual Psychology, and Remembering the Light Within. A Course in Soul-Centered Living, both published by Hay House. So Ron and Mary, I'm so very excited to be spending some time with you here today and sharing you with my audience. How are you? Well, we're really good. And as always, we just love seeing your beautiful face. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're actually doing this on video. Yes, very fun. Yes, I've interviewed you guys a lot. I spent a lot of time with you in the classroom, and this is the first time we've got to do an interview with a camera. So I'm super excited about technology and your presence and just being able to share you with uh, an expanded audience. Beautiful. Well, we're so delighted to be with you again, Tammy. Thank you. So I just want to kind of start with the basics and have you guys talk a little bit about, describe a little bit about what is spiritual psychology. Well, spiritual psychology, the short cliff notes answer to that is that it's the art and practice of conscious awakening. And by conscious awakening, we mean conscious awakening into the awareness of your essential spiritual nature of yourself as the presence of love, as a fountain of wisdom, of creativity, of joy, and of peace. You know, and really, um, as you well know, if you look up the word psychology in the dictionary, you're going to find something like the science of mind and behavior, something along those lines. 
But if you look up the word psyche, what you're going to find is soul, breath of life, soul. So psychology really should be the study of breath of life, the soul. But it kind of got hijacked into mind and behavior. So our putting spiritual psychology, the word spiritual in front of psychology, was our way of sounding a note that we're bringing it back to what it was inspired into directly at the beginning and bring it back to its rightful place and its rightful orientation. Yes. And uh, for me, this is what has made life make sense. As soon as I walked into your classroom and you started explaining things in your eloquent way, life, it just like started to come into focus. I hadn't really heard a lot of people speak the way that you do, um, but it just made things make so much more sense because I felt so utterly confused looking around at this planet because it's, it's a little insane. So now my question is why do you believe we have this, you call it spiritual amnesia? Why are we born with veils over our eyes? It certainly seems to make things complex and confusing. Well, actually most, um, the, most children are awake and aware of their spiritual nature and of the spiritual dimension until about the age of six or so. And then the veil of forgetfulness drops. And, you know, part of it, I think, Tammy, is that how could we learn the lessons that we came here to learn if we were fully conscious and awake? In other words, then we would have heaven on earth. And why would we leave heaven to come to heaven? You understand what I'm saying? Sure. It's like, the earth school is really set up so that people can experience their spiritual curriculum and that they can then come into the remembrance of who they are as they learn and master the lessons that they came here to learn and to heal the places inside that they came to heal. One easy way to think about that, um, say you're a kid and you're going to learn how to spell so obviously, if you already knew how to spell all the words, there'd be no point in learning how to spell. You wouldn't need to do that. But if you don't know how to spell any words, then you start from the beginning, letter by letter, word by word, and you learn how to spell and you learn the meaning of words. But that can only happen if you don't have the knowing of that already. So we come here. Uh, into this earth school, as it's been called. And we have to not know the things that way down deep we still know, but we have forgotten. Mm. And I love the way that, um, who, whose poem was that? The Trailing Clouds of Glory? Was that Wordsworth, that? William Wordsworth. Wordsworth. Where he talked about trailing clouds of glory, do we come from, from God who, from is, God our who is our home? but not an entire forgetfulness or utter nakedness, nakedness uh, of, any, of anyone, but trailing clouds of glory, do we come from God that is our, it's kind of like that. So we go on a spaceship and we take an amnesia pill for the <laughs> trip, and then we wake up and we're in these little forms that don't seem to know anything, and then we take it from there. 
So it's all about learning. It's all about, it's not about achieving, it's about learning. That is the biggest, biggest eye-opener that for most people. Well, and I think it's important to speak about this in terms of the evolution of consciousness. And, um, you know, souls come because there's such an exquisite opportunity in the Earth School for evolution. And my understanding is it's beyond anything that's really available in the inner realms that when souls return from having done a lifetime in the Earth School, that other souls recognize the benefit and the value that they have received. That there's been a deepening in wisdom and expansion in their loving, that there are spiritual blessings and benefits in addition to just the all the, uh, what shall I say? I just want to say kind of the craziness of what we go through here in the earth school, because in physical world reality, sometimes it can seem so difficult and challenging. Kind of like you, when you meet up with another USM grad that you may not have known before, instantly you have a rapport yes. and you have a whole language and a whole breadth of experience that you can talk from that when you're meeting people that don't have that, you just can't bring all of that into the conversation because they wouldn't know what you're talking about. They've never had the experience. That's true. I absolutely hear what you're saying, and I think it's true. And I, I was meditating the other day, and I thought this was funny. When I was um, talking to God, I'm like, now, why did we do this? And he goes, to learn about love. And how do you yeah. learn about love? Except for by virtue of experiencing the opposite of love. That's right. Yes. That's right. And you probably yeah. talked about this in, in class. Like, you kind of hear it in Ron's voice. Sometimes God comes in as Ron, and sometimes I hear God as Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys have talked about this. How do you experience love except for having the opposite experience of love? Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's why this whole, uh, in this reality, in the earth plane, let's call it, the reality, in order to exist, there has to be duality. Yeah. You yeah. cannot have light if you don't have dark. It makes no sense. Right. You can't have uh, up if you don't have down. You can't have... Um, you can't have loud if you don't have soft. I mean, it's, the whole thing is duality. And so you can't know love if you don't know the opposite of it, if you don't know strife, if you don't know fighting, if you don't know disturbance, because then you have nothing to come out from. If you're already in the loving all of the time, then there's no... If you're in that place and you're still here, you... You've mastered the lesson, and you're here to teach. Yes. Something that really um, supported me so much in sitting in that classroom was looking at your um, chart, the duality uh, that you're speaking of, the positive and the negative. But above that, there is uh, <clears throat> unity. And I have taken a lot of um, solace in knowing that. And for me, that's what my meditation is, is going to that place of unity above duality and yes. resting and becoming replenished in that space. And it has been so incredibly helpful and for me that has been about bringing more of those qualities love bliss compassion peace to this experience and to this planet and even if we struggle it's like at least we know that that's there and can hopefully bring more of those qualities into our lives and onto the planet i think a good way to think about that is that the higher we go the more into that loving 
All that really is happening is that the magnetism of this level has less pull on us. So we become free from it. It's not that we cease to operate within it. It's just that the things that used to uh, pull on us no longer do. So there's a peace and a freedom that comes the more one moves into loving. That's one of the ways you can tell that you're moving in that direction. You know, one of our favorite Rumi quotes is out beyond ideas of right doing and wrong doing. There is a field. I'll meet you there. And in our work, Tammy, you know, we speak of that as the authentic self level that is beyond the duality where peace, joy, love, wisdom, clarity, creativity, all of those beautiful qualities that are part of who we truly are reside. And that by doing the work in consciousness, the work of conscious awakening, of resolving and dissolving the barriers that block us from the awareness of that love and nature, um, the transformation is extraordinary. And the consciousness that we become available to truly is divine. It really is. And, And the quality that I feel I learned most about in the classroom is compassion, compassion for ourselves, you know, and, and you talk a lot about there's an opportunity for healing for anything that disrupts your peace. And for me, when we bring love and compassion, our particular memories are for me working with the inner child, that is a healing balm that has um, been the gift that continues to give and give and give and heal. And I'd like you to talk a little bit more about the healing potential um, of compassion. Well, the first thing is to really understand what that word means. Yes, please. Because a lot of people have it confused with sympathy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so sympathy means that I move into your energy where you're feeling, let's say, bad about something, and I go in there with you, and I start to feel bad about it with you. I'm now in sympathy with you. So now we have two people that are resonating at a level that is not particularly high, uh, but we're in, we're in sympathy. But it's, it's um, well, let me say it this way. As opposed to compassion. The word passion really means suffering. The passion of the Christ. You know, when I hear people say, I really want to find my passion, I kind of cringe inside, and I say, mm, gosh, uh, I'm not sure about that. And But really, when you put the com to it, the COM, like company, companion, it really means to be able to be with someone who is suffering, but never lose sight of the fact that I am not in their suffering with them. So if I can stay in the compassion, I can stay in the loving and bring a much higher level of energy to them that will really be what is assistful for them in dealing with the grief that they are going through for one reason or another. But not to, not to fall into the trap of thinking that I'm, you know, I'm sharing your grief with you. No, no, no. I want to share my loving with you. But if I move into compassion, all I can share is my grief with you. You want me in compassion. I and mean, if I move in into sympathy... sympathy all I can do is share my grief with you. 
But if I'm in compassion, I can radiate that loving to you and be in that with you, but never to lose sight of that distinction. I think that's so helpful. I remember you speaking of that because, you know, many of us in the classroom wanted to become therapists. And you said, don't get in the well with the people that are suffering because then two people are in the well, two people are confused. That's right. We can't help anybody if we're in that level of suffering with them. No, right. and that can contribute to therapist burnout. Mm. You know, related to compassion is one of the principles of spiritual psychology. How you relate to the issue is the issue, or how you relate to yourself while you go through the issue is the issue and, and the opportunity. Mm. So this whole arena of cultivating compassion, self-compassion mm. is so profound and powerful because most people are caught in a chronic i'm upset because consciousness and with that i'm upset because because consciousness goes a great deal of judgment judgment of ourselves judgment of the world judgment of other people the situations that we're in and even judgment of god and that Chronic, I'm upset because, and judgmental reaction produces a great deal of separation inside where we feel separate from the loving. We feel separate from the wisdom and the compassion. And, and so this practice of cultivating a consciousness of self-compassion is really simple yet radical and life-changing. Yes, and I do think if we blame, we, we keep ourselves limited, and we are the ones that will suffer. That's right. And something else that was so helpful, you know, in, in regards to the self-compassion, I think empathy for ourselves, this planet is tough. And I believe any of us that have incarnated deserve our own compassion and empathy for saying yes to this experience. I sense there's billions of angels that are like, I'm not putting on that skin scoot. That, that's too painful. It looks too hard. I'm just going to stay here. The the earth school certainly is not for the faint of heart. (laughs) The challenges are are on many levels and many kinds, but you know, the opportunity is also of such magnitude to come into the awareness of who we truly are experientially, to know that, Tammy, (laughs) to reside in that presence. And to know that as a living reality and to walk through life in that consciousness, I don't think it gets any better than that. Not on this level. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we know it beyond theory. We know it by virtue of experience. And yeah, there's a whole different uh, experience in watching the movie and putting on the outfits and being part of the whole experience. So I certainly hear what you're saying and I agree with it. And I'm just incredibly grateful for you and your teachings because I don't think I would have this life if it wasn't for the two of you. And I can't recommend your books enough, your school enough, your teachings enough. So anybody that is ready to go to the next level in their life and suffer a little less, untangle the confusion, these two, I'm serious, are the most profound um, teachers I've ever encountered. So Ron and Mary, how can people find out more about you, grab your books, Loyalty to the Soul and Remembering the Light Within? How can they connect with you? Yes, well, go to www.universityofsantamonica.edu. That is the University of Santa Monica's website. That's where information about the 
programs that we'll be offering this uh, year, 2018 and 2019, are available. We're very excited, Tammy, because we are going to offer the first year Soul Centered Living Program one more time starting in January. So people have an opportunity to learn more about that program and about the incredible opportunity to wake up into the spiritual context, into the wisdom and love that they are, and to heal the places inside that have caused a lot of pain and suffering, to let those go, to be done with them. Because when our program is not about alleviating symptoms. It's really about completing things for the last time. Unless, of course, you like it here and you want to keep, keep going. You know, I'm really actually having a great time at this point, but I'm kind of thinking maybe next incarnation, I'd like my unicorn and my wings back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a little softer, gentler, you know, it's like, it's, yeah. yeah, this has been fun, but maybe something different next time. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. So I would love to know a little bit more about how your work is expanding and what the future holds with your guys' teachings. Well, we, we seem to be coming to a place and we're just really beginning to lean into this uh, where it seems like it's going to be taking more of an international turn. Uh, we've been invited, for example, in November to a group, a small group of global thought leaders in Oxford, England, to discuss more about uh, how, to, how to bring a pollution more present on this planet at this time. So we're looking forward to that. And there are people in different parts of the world who are interested in having, uh, let's say a loyalty to your soul workshop, which would be an introductory workshop in their part of the world. And maybe they don't know how to do that. Maybe they don't know how to get that organized, but next, next year, this up and coming academic year, we'll be starting to train facilitators to be in a position where we can send them to different places in the world to do that and working on getting financing in place so that that can happen. So to me, that's a very exciting thing. Doesn't mean we're gonna be running all around there. You know, like we're getting a little old for that. Uh, uh, I was just however, saying, you guys hold you know, a lot of energy. <laughs> well, you know, and, and with, uh, with things like uh, the Zoom technology, for example, you can do more of that in, in many other places. So it looks like that's the direction that it's moving in. And it's kind of exciting. It's very exciting. It's making you really accessible internationally without having to wear you out. <laughs> yes. Well, well, making the teachings available. Yes, yes. And, and the teachings, again, are extraordinary transformational. Um, life-changing i can't even say enough about what i've learned in your presence and and the gifts you've personally given me and i um, am so honored to be able to pay some of this forward with um the people i encounter in my life and my radio show well and, thank you for being a beacon of light tammy yeah. and for what yeah. you are doing to assist and support people in their awakening very important i think i'm doing it in a more peaceful gentle way than you guys because i need a lot of sleep <laughs> how you do <laughs> but you've been my heroes for a very long time and you will continue to be for eternity <laughs> so we have about three minutes left and i'd love to hear from you guys about any other um accessible uh practices or tools or simple techniques people can start to use themselves to um 
start to open their mind and heart to the possibility of uh, really aligning with their soul? Well, we, we, in the very first process that we do in our first year program, we introduce two soul-centered basic skills that to me are so powerful, and I use them every single day of my life. They just become part of who I am. And the first one is seeing the loving essence, which really means shifting your perception to a place where you look for the beauty and the essential loving nature of the person before you. If you're looking at the mirror, then you're looking for that in yourself. It just is a paradigm shifter. And with that, we pair heart-centered listening. So you're really learning how to look with the eyes of your heart and to hear with the ears of your heart, which is a powerful way of slowing down, of being present with the love that you are and looking for that divine loving essence and listening for uh, the deeper essential nature of who they truly are. I mean, these is simple, it's, it's life-changing. Practice that with your partner, your spouse, your children. With everyone. With someone at work, with anyone you meet. It, it's, uh, it's life-changing. I know our assistant yesterday was out doing errands for us, and it was just beautiful. She had an encounter with some people she had never met. They ended up giving her cuttings from a planaria uh, tree. Uh, I mean, it was magical people she had never met but she met them it was a holy encounter mm, sounds like heaven on earth Absolutely. Yes. sounds like heaven on earth and i'm so excited to be having another show with you guys next week talking about how we can bring more heaven to earth so yes. dr ron dr mary thank you for saying yes to this show i look forward to being with you again and my listeners thank you for being part of our energy in our life thank you, you too. Our love, you, we love, love you. you love you god bless you onward and upward yeah. bye for now Bye for now. <laughs>